0: Dave, we're, we're, we're back. We're at no, no AIC 120 this week. We got a little surprise, little, uh, little, little full length episode on an off week.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, no news is good news
0: oh, for but there everybody. W- there will be news yes. in this episode. There, there will be some, some new news. Um, so for those of you that are, that are unaware, uh, we would be, rapidly, as as this episode airs, we would be rapidly approaching New York Toy Fair. And if you haven't heard at this point, New York Toy Fair has been canceled. So uh, at New York toy fair, the you know the the press, the toy makers, the marketers, um, it's basically closed to an industry event, but it gives uh, in a lot of instances, the press access to, you know, uh, people in the toy industry and and gives us a chance to talk to them about the things that they're showing off. And, and getting ready to, uh, you know, send out to retailers, you know, in the, in the in the coming months. So today is kind of like our replacement for that with a couple of our our friends from Jazzwares. Did did, did I get that right, Dave? Is that? <laughs> I feel like I yeah. rambled a little bit.
1: <laughs> um, you might have, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I I think you've already kind of unburied the lead. So. <laughs> I I just think I'm going to let you go on.
0: Perfect. So, Fortnite continues to be an immensely popular franchise the world over, and its presence in the toy industry is larger than ever. Returning to the show to walk us through what's new in the world of Jazzware's Fortnite action figures is friend of the pod and senior business development manager at Jazzware's Mike DeCamp and first-time guest, Jazzware's marketing director, Enrique Ruvalcaba. Enrique, Mike welcome to the show
2: hi guys hey what's up thanks for having me back
0: yeah we, we really got to work on getting mike a jacket now at this point he <laughs> needs he needs an adventures collecting members only jacket or something
2: yeah oh, I'm so here for this
0: <laughs> yeah this is you you're you're just setting records here this is your fourth uh fourth appearance on the show
2: Yeah. And let me just uh, take a moment to congratulate you guys on all the growth and all the hard work that you guys have put in. I mean, it's the one, one of the few things that's kept me like connected throughout this pandemic. And I I always look forward to see what you guys are up to next. So congrats on all the growth.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. So uh Enrique, since this is your first time on the show, um, we're we're gonna format this a little bit differently than we do our normal episodes, only because this is kind of like we want we want to get that that toy fair vibe. But uh before we get into uh the new product stuff, tell us a little bit about uh about what you do at Jazzwares.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. Thank you so much, uh, first of all, for inviting me on. And uh, you know. I've been in the industry for a long time and I've I've done a a few um, shows here and there. And so it's always super cool to touch base with the community. And and I love talking action figures and I've been doing it for a long time. Uh, I worked at Jack's Pacific. I worked at Mattel and I've worked on some of the biggest brands, you know, Batman, Warner Brothers, WWE. um, And now obviously I'm on Fortnite. So as a, as a director of brand, I mostly oversee uh, the strategy of the, the product line, sort of, you know, what scales are we going to make? Um, Mike and I work together on sort of what what outfits we're going to put out. Uh, I work with retailers on setting pricing, you know, are we going to do vehicles? Are we going to do play sets? Um, I travel a little bit here and there and pitch, you know, to all of our partners and Obviously, we work very, very closely with Epic Games and uh, our agent, IMG, who sort of works with the both of us. Um, so a little bit of everything, um, but mostly, you know, the brand strategy overall. Well,
0: once again, welcome to the show. We're, we're you know, we're excited to have you on and excited to get your perspective, uh, you know, on what, it, what is one of our favorite uh, product offerings. So, we're, you know, we're, we're really excited.
3: Yeah, me too.
1: All right. So jumping straight in, um, into the brand new micro legendary series. Um, what was the thought behind introducing a two and a half inch scale line?
3: So one of the things that I like to reference often is, you know, as somebody who's been in the action figure world for a long time, you know, I like to sort of understand where we've been and, you know, where we're going. I think one of the most sort of, and it's not just me, right? It's like everybody in the world, everybody who's a fan of action figures knows that what Kenner did um, way back was revolutionary and sort of, you know, at the time it was all 12 inch figures, right? Uh, I think you could even probably call them dolls back then, the GI Joes, right? And so when Lucas came out with the movie, they thought, Hey, how are we going to do all these awesome vehicles, you know, TIE fighters and X-wings and everything. And so they decided to shrink down the scale And that that challenge sort of still exists in our world. And so Fortnite is such an awesome world, such an awesome universe. And it's so big. And it literally just doubled in size this last chapter, right? Like literally the world flipped on its head. And now there's this whole nother, you know, almost universe to it. So it's a big, big world. There's cool sort of environments, POIs, vehicles, Um, There's the Colombo Dinosaur now slash Monster. So how do we do like all these really cool things? Well, we got to take our scale down. So, you know, we're going to keep the awesome articulation that we have and great deco. Hopefully you guys agree out there that we do some of the best figures, if not the very best figures in the market. And so they're going to stay awesome, but we're going to go down a scale so that we can do bigger, cooler things.
1: And for me, like this is such a throwback to like mask that it's like, it's awesome. I I was immediately kind of all in when I saw these and, or when I, when we, you know, Mike had mentioned these and then I see them and now I have like, like I have carbide in my hand right now. These are unreal. Like just what they do, the, the sheer joy I have just kind of putting them in here in different positions and getting him, you know, in different spots on my desk is super cool
2: and and thanks for picking them up you guys you know uh it's it's been really exciting as they start to hit shelves and penetrate the market to see like you know you guys are definitely tastemakers in the community and as you guys adopt them you know word spreads and i I can't wait to see you know uh four months or six months from now what the the photography community is doing because i mean like uh, I love my massive figures and I love some of the even bigger things that have come out over the last 12 months, but my, my stage is only so big, you know, like I can't fit all that stuff in front of my camera. So, to have this new micro scale and, and have it upholding that legendary name, you know, it's, they're sculpted by Dave Cortez. So, the hand is the same as, as the, the former six-inch line. Uh, we've got the best and brightest like the team has exploded from the days when the line started so you know we we've tripled our our amount of people on this team we have really great new people in leadership positions like Enrique and they're all just like fans you know so I can't wait to see what you guys think of what's next too
0: it's it's always been fun watching across the lines so whether it's the you know whether whether it was the 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 um now retired six inch and seven inch legendary em- and brawler series or you know the the ongoing four ne- four inch uh series and now that this this micro legendary series you can really tell um that these figures are a labor of love because they're doing things that are not common for both that the you know the scale and the price point frankly um and and you know that's that's showing and that was showing the i mean the shelves show that too right like there has been it, it was almost like a like a shock drop you know to to use a uh, an an old fortnite term um that these came out and now they're gone like where where you know we saw them on shelves for like a couple of days after the initial drop here in New Jersey you know where where you know Dave and I found them at at you know targets that were about a half hour away from each other, um they're now gone. <laughs> like you you can't find them. so uh, whether it's the 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 flush factory that people are finding at Walmart, which we'll get into that a little bit later, or the uh, you know the actual figures themselves, I mean, they're they are now cleared out
2: and, and that, that that's definitely a blessing and a curse because we want everybody who wants them to be able to get them and to experience them. but as far as initial, you know, initial reads, that's great, but now it's, it's really going to come down to the challenge of supply chain that everybody's talking about to make sure that we're you know, balancing our, our strategy and making sure that we're hitting product in the right places where people can find it.
0: So aside from you know, this being a new scale and, and kind of all of the play possibilities that are now opened up, by you know, by shrinking the scale down, um, you guys all also introduced uh, the the loop breaker moniker um, that is that is showing up on some of the packaging. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about why, um, or, or or frankly, what that term means and what separates those skins from the others?
3: Yeah, so <clears throat> you know, Fortnite's been around for a little while, and it's been amazing right um my son's been playing it for a long time i've been playing it for a while and um there's been so much excitement uh around the brand and there was no toys for a while so when we first put them out it almost didn't matter what characters we did um you know it was it was a bit of a frenzy and and i think we were either the number 1 brand that year or for sure in the top 3 We were just blowing out like crazy and so what we did from a character selection perspective is we just kind of put out awesome figures you know um not a tremendous amount of sort of like theming um as we go forward with micro what we decided to do differently with micro is go in more chronological order so the figures that you see out there right now, if you've got a sharp eye, you'll notice they're from chapter one, uh, season one, two, and three. And so we, we might keep that exact same cadence, but regardless, we're going to go sort of in order. So we're going to go season four, five, six, you know, 79, et cetera, et cetera. So the loop breaker, the loop breaker is our opportunity to sort of not miss out on really cool outfits that the community wants you know so the first one we did is zero um and so he's not necessarily from chapter one right so mm-hmm. it, the moniker loop breaker allows us to sort of cheat you know if you will and <laughs> and just put out like really cool characters that are not necessarily in linear order
0: gotcha so it's it's not it, it's not a question of a because i know some of the kind of the the community's response to it. I mean, the Fortnite community is a very passionate one. Immediately people are thinking like, is it something that has to do with the comic? Like they, you know, they broke the loop, so they're off the Island and like they're, they're trying to tie in, or is it like a rarity thing? Like the loop breaker ones are going to be more rare than the other ones. It it is, it is purely a, uh, a a way to kind of break the timeline without, uh, without breaking like the release schedule effectively.
1: Right which already goes into um, answering the next question where we've seen these early characters in the product offering. And um, will we see some of the newer characters kind of jump the line as like a loop, uh, loop breaker, like a, a cube queen or a Shanta?
3: Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Uh, we're talking about the cube and Mike and I just maybe a few weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, we were working on something for Walmart, and that—that that was an exact idea that we pitched to them. Was Cube Queen with a you know buildable cube in scale, oh. and it was really really cool. I loved the idea. It was all Mike, by the way. Um, <laughs> and so you know, we pitched it. Ultimately, I'm not sure if it's going to go forward. Um, but to answer your question, overall. Absolutely. I mean, I think I think you'll see more of the newer characters just again because of the strategy of sort of going in in chronological order with micro. You're going to see more of the new characters sooner in the 4-inch line. Um obviously, you know, again, we we love the loot breaker and it doesn't have to be, you know, like one per wave. You know, we can we can fudge, you know, here and there and there's always con exclusives and there's you know different international exclusives and d- different ways to get out um a loop breaker that somebody really wants so you know i'm particularly interested in you know the seven and the foundation and maybe that's an opportunity um so yeah i, I think that the, the answer is for sure uh, we can definitely uh look for some of those really cool outfits that are out now
0: so while we're kind of talking about the the characters that are on deck, um, you know, and, and you know, something that that you know, we've kind of alluded to you know several times now is that Fortnite introduces so many new skins and variants of old skins on a weekly basis. Um, so in terms of character selection, do you guys get just just out of curiosity do you guys get like an advanced look for epic on things that they see as a particular merchand- merchandising opportunity like i think of like the skins that like you know have become kind of like household skins for fortnite whether it's you know peely or meowscles or you know uh or or tomato head right like like the ones that have become um you know kind of iconic uh, do they ever give you kind of like a heads up? Like, hey, you know, we have this one that we think is going to be really cool. Or is it really like, you know, you guys see them and then, you know, then you kind of have to mobilize around them?
2: Uh, you know, from from my standpoint, I think that Epic is just one of the most tremendous partners we've had in Jazzverse history. So there's been many opportunities for us to collaborate with them since the line began um of course as business grows and as their business grows those opportunities are a little bit harder to uh, come together with just because of scheduling and covid and everything over the last like two years but um they're amazing with letting us know when something's really popping off you know now Enrique works very closely with our partners at IMG who kind of quarterback conversations between us and Epic, you know, when scheduling gets challenging. So, yeah, it's, it's a very open two-way avenue. Um, but it's also fun to try and wow them as well. You know, like we like to demonstrate our expertise in the game and our knowledge base of the game. So, that's also really fun is to try and walk in a room and, and wow their creative team too, so it goes goes kind of both ways
0: so, so uh, i I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna push you on that one so when was the last time that uh or can you think of an instance where like you got to walk in and be like, yeah like look at look at this toy that we created based on you know based on the assets like how awesome is this thing
2: yeah, totally I think um the one where our paths crossed kind of like with a lot of um, whatever you, whatever buzzword you want to kind of put on it, like synergy or anything like that was the chapter one box set. Mm. Like we understood that to be a very, very high caliber opportunity for Jazzwares because we were offering an exclusive figure. We were getting to lean on our tooling catalog a little bit. And at the same time, uh, their creative team had basically the same idea. So we we both kind of met in the middle and I was like, oh, wow, this is awesome, you know? And even more recently, the Loop Breaker title was something that we had on our sketch pads and in our drawing board. And it wasn't until uh, the latest chapter rolled over when there was an idea that there's actually Loop Breakers in the game. Mm. So uh, there's there's these really great moments Um and and there's there's been a few there's been a few
0: that's awesome
1: <laughs> um so we've seen the flush factory playset um spotted in walmart's um fortnite is of course known for a lot of wild locations on its ever changing map um what other places can we expect to see whether it's in the micro series or you know represented in the uh, 4 inch line
3: i think that um You know, that's a really good question, first of all. (laughs) Thank you so much. But it's one of those questions where I sort of want to, you know, flip it a little bit and kind of ask, you know, you guys, obviously, you know, you, Dave and Eric, you know, what you would like to see and also, you know, the community. Um, There's so many. So, one, you know, like I mentioned, Fortnite is such an awesome world with, And their POIs are so iconic. Uh, You know, you get kind of both sides, right? So some fans think, you know, I love Tilted Towers. Why did they take it away? And then other fans go, dude, the map hasn't changed in a year, you know? So um, there's different perspectives on it, but there's so many cool locations that we can do. Um, I would love to know what you guys and and I mean that, you know, like everybody in the community, what, what would you like to see? I personally have always been a fan of, you know, I, when I used to drop like right in the middle, either the agency or the authority, like to me, those would be such amazing play sets. Um, I love the whole Midas, you know, story arc and, and the bosses of those seasons. And it was so cool, you know, with the moat and the helipad and, I just think that it would translate really well um to a really cool playset.
0: Ooh, I like this. Um I think you know what I think would be really cool? Uh like like modular IO guard uh locations. Like where you kind of get like the little like the little outbuildings, maybe like like and again I'm I'm thinking specifically in the micro line just because I feel like it's it it's kind of like made for instances like this, where you can have like kind of like build your own IO guard station based on like the pieces that you have because like you know each one is a little bit different, um and maybe pack in like an exclusive IO guard like that would be I think that would be like a really fun set, um. And and I also really like on the new map. I like the. Uh, I, I'm still remembering all the names of of all the locations, but I like the uh, the like. Uh, it's it's like the dirt racetrack.
3: Oh yeah, I love
0: that. Um, Chunker
3: Speedway. Chunker yes, Speedway. Chunker yeah.
0: Speedway. Yeah, I think that would be an awesome set because like, <laughs> just just to like yeah. getting like the uh, the the cars on the big you know monster truck wheels and stuff like that. Like those are are things and play items that. Really, outside of a micro scale like outside of that that uh you know the two point five inch scale, it's gonna be really tough to like scale up and make that um but i I feel like now that we're down to this this scale, like all of these new possibilities um you know I, I feel like are here what about you yeah Kate? like
1: i i I usually hop into like the Joneses or sanctuary um or even like on the last season. Um, or the last chapter of the last season, uh, the Convergence was a a great place to drop into too. But even now with like the Clombos even dropping into like the desert is cool.
2: Yeah, those guys are so cool. They're adorable.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just throw (laughs) berries at them.
2: Yeah, it it sounds like, you know, you guys hit it right on the head. and, And, you know, Eric, to your point, this is, the, this is the, the backbone of creating a micro line as it, it uncorks all of these possibilities. And, you know, it, it, is, it will be tremendous for us to hear from you guys because that's one thing that we always want to do is be uh, ear to the ground and listening and have our finger on the pulse of what the community is looking for. Um, and it's, it's been amazing. Like the, if you look at the flush set when, when you get one in your hands, Flush Factory was a massive POI, but we were able to kind of distill it down to a few really key components that allow you to fill in, you know, the gaps with your imagination. Um, and and just totally off, off the rails, like this is not indicative of any of our future plans, but I would love, love, love to do the, the Ice King's castle mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the dragons, like the, the was is the devourer you know with his big eye and stuff so the, these are the things that just i mean it really i, I hate to say uncorks again but it
0: really <laughs> it really unpacks a lot of the possibilities of doing all these fun things i feel like too if if we don't mention it he's going to kill us um but if if there were additional play sets and and you know, points of interest. I feel like the butter barn would have to be high up on the list. Otherwise Yuma is going to, going to flip. Yeah.
1: Out. Oh, the butter barn would
2: roll. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so crazy how something like man cake is even a thing, but like, it's just the greatest. <laughs> oh, character oh, you mean a,
0: a, a spaghetti Western stack of pancakes, <laughs> With the butter bandoliers.
3: <laughs> you, you know, I saw, I saw just this morning, um, I forget what the title was, but, like, it was something along the lines of, like, best birthday ever, and um, somebody's mother made them a cake, like an ice cream cake that was in the shape of a stack of pancakes with a face on it, you know, and, and it was so funny. It was man cake, and, you know, people just resonate with that kind of stuff, you know?
0: The only thing that's better than a stack of pancakes that happens to be a cowboy is the skin variant where the stack of pancakes that happens to be a cowboy has a mustache. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and I think that's the that's the one that's on the cross sell for the micro yeah, line. Is the, the cake with say, no yeah. name? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, well, you know, we we've talked about uh, you know kind of putting the 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 question out to us. And and by the way, once this episode airs, I will absolutely put a uh, a post up and we'll collect wants from, from the community for you guys. I, we, will, we will absolutely do that. We'd, we'd be happy to do it. Um, our, you know, with, with kind of, you know, both the micro line and, and the four inch line, we've seen kind of these new, um, you know, vehicles and accessories, you know, the, the, the new pickup truck and the, the new race car and, uh, the, the big rig and everything. Um, Are there more uh, more vehicles than what we've seen already, and more accessory packs uh, on the way for the four inch stuff? For just in general for for the four inch stuff for the the micro line? Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: Can't really tell you which ones, but yeah, it's a certainty,
3: definitely. Fair. Yeah, I think um, so. in in the to, to Mike's point, right with with the four inch, we've we've done a lot and um, including recently, you know, our reboot van, um, which did pretty well. And and then I I believe right now we have the mud flap out there. So we've done a lot in the four inch line. So we've, we've done whiplash and we've done the bus of course. So with micro we're just starting. So, you know, we're, this is another one where maybe we can, you know, get some feedback, but so no, you know, we could, we could do it one of two ways. What we decided to do early on with Micro, is kind of divert a little bit, so we don't want to put out the exact same vehicles, you know, in both lines. So we're sort of, you know, taking a slightly different turn with with Micro to do different types of vehicles. But obviously, you got to do, you know, the classics. You know, you, we were talking about Chonker Speedway and whatnot. Like, there's so many cool things. Um, to the accessory point, though, I don't, you know, it. We did do. We did do um, like loot boxes and crates before and chess. Yeah. And those ones didn't necessarily, they weren't our best sellers. So I don't think we're going to see a lot of like pure accessories, but I think we're going to do more accessories in the multi-packs that we're doing. So we have a really great opportunity right now. And, and I mentioned, you know, one of my big things is I work with all of our retail partners, you know, Walmart and Target and everybody, around, everybody else around the world. And so they all want something kind of unique, different. Um, so you're going to see a lot more. This is maybe for the next question or maybe the previous question, but you see a lot more variants, but also variety and accessories in the pack.
1: Yeah, and speaking of which, that that four pack, um, I definitely picked it up with uh, cuddle team leader and Peely, um, and a bunch of accessories in it. Uh, it's a great entry point to get in because you're basically getting a squad and multiple people to or multiple characters to pose with. Um, so yeah, um, are there more of those different varieties of multi packs planned?
3: Yeah, I wanna I wanna shout out, and I I, I would love to hear obviously more from Mike, but before, before he goes, I just want to, you know, tell everybody out there in the community, if you don't know, Mike, he he is the absolute man. He knows his stuff. He comes up with the greatest ideas, you know, over the past um, few weeks and months, he and I have been working pretty closely um, on this exact thing. Like, how do you do, you know, you guys were talking earlier about the, the different sort of, styles you know like skull trooper is one that comes to mind right so you've got like regular skull trooper you've got inverted Skull trooper you've got purple you've got the gilded you know there's so many different versions and that works out nicely for us you know because we can get those characters out quicker because we don't have to tool you know from scratch we can sort of like borrow pieces and sort of you know do a little bit more of a of a slightly easier execution so Mike has come up with some amazing multi packs. Um, it's good news, bad news because some of those are going to be UK exclusives, um, but you're going to see a lot of cool variants coming out.
0: Yeah, we we refer to Mike often on on Instagram as as our favorite toy mad scientist
3: because
0: <laughs> the stuff that uh, you know that that we know he's responsible for that he's he's very quiet about is is way more than, than, uh, than, than he often gets credit for. So, you know, it's, oh. we, we, we know what you're up to over there, Mike.
2: Well, you know, it, it's been, it's been a really, really great experience having Enrique come in and he's so full of knowledge and, 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 a long career in toys where he understands the value of strong themes and he'll just say like, all right, well, you know, tell me more or get me more. And, and, we just sit there and kind of just dream stuff up like constantly. So it's been great to have his support in, in those exercises because he will ask me for, you know, a certain X amount of strategies and I get, you know, I'll shut myself in all weekend and just be here dreaming up like, <laughs> oh, well, what if, what if, what if, <laughs> you know?
1: And now a word from our sponsors.
0: And now back to the show. Well, you know, like like we said at the at the top of the show, uh, New York Toy Fair is is usually our chance to get kind of a look into the future. And uh, and while that's not happening this year, we we did get some uh, some press images from the London Toy Fair, and you know we saw a lot of you know the new stuff that's hitting the shelves shelves now. The new line look for the four inch line, which by the way, the new packaging looks fantastic, guys. Awesome. Um, and we saw the micro line. We saw some things that are, you know are coming to the micro line in the future, perhaps like a particular you know food truck. Um, but we did also see the uh, the master grade uh, sub line coming to the four inch line. Is there anything that you can tell us about that? Because outside of the images, I don't think there's any information out there.
3: <laughs> yeah, breathing uh, intense. <laughs> this is gonna be a tricky one let's see so yeah so look here here's the deal you know um you guys you guys have been doing this for a long time and you know these shows especially these days with covid they're even more closed doors than they were before so they're not supposed to be any photos or <laughs> images coming out but you know every once in a while there's a leak and it does get out there and so i think that you know what's there i've seen the images and it's a little bit hard to see you know what's out there um but i can tell you this i can tell you that yes we are going to be doing a master grade series and uh this is an opportunity for us to sort of if, if you know if you don't mind you know tout how great Jazzwares is you know we do so many lines other than fortnite you know we do pokemon and halo and um whole Bunch of like you know aw UFC really cool action figure lines and so we're we're dedicated to making Fortnite not only a great you know toy line that represents Epic Games and the Fortnite game in a really great way but just amazing action figures and so you know when we sit back and we think about what. What does it mean to be a master grade figure, you know, and how far can we push the envelope with a four inch figure? So what you're going to see in the master grade series is you're going to see us push the limit of what it means to be an action figure. And I know that's maybe a little bit lofty, but, you know, let me give you just some potential ideas, right? So in the game in Fortnite, you know, they have so many cool skins, like the one that just comes to mind is, is galaxy, right? So galaxy literally has a galaxy in the chest. Mm -hmm. So, and there's like stars and like, how do you recreate that? It's kind of like a lava lamp, you know, it's kind of weird. And there's reactive skins, right? Where the more kills you get, the sort of more deco, if you will, or graphics appear. Um, So we're, we're looking at how can we deliver those experiences in an actual toy, you know? Um, One of the things that we're looking at, again, can't promise anything or get into any specifics, but when I look back again at history and I look at some of my favorite action figures, one that like always jumps to my mind is Mossman from Masters of the Universe because he was flocked, right? And you could like, you could feel the fuzz, you know, like a little chia pet. And so, you know, like, in Fortnite, you know, you've got Cuddle Team Leader. Like, what if, you know, she's a bear. Like, what if she What if she had flock skin, you know? Again, not something that we're necessarily going to do, but that's how we like to look at the Master Grade series. It's like, how can we most accurately recreate the amazing, like, truly cool outfits that you see in the game?
0: Now, are these, for the most part, the, these Master Grade figures, are they going to be on the same kind of body with like the same kind of articulation that people can that people have expected, you know, or that people expect from the 4 inch line or is that also going to be something that's enhanced for the the master grade?
3: Um, you know, Mike could probably speak more to to the technicalities of of getting the product put together. I think that the answer is yes and no. Um, just from from what I know, certain technologies do require, you know, limited articulation. So, just imagine, right, we're making a toy that lights up in the chest or something. All all of a sudden, maybe he doesn't have a waist, um, you know, articulation. So sometimes we'll have to remove one or two points. Um, But in other opportunities, man, I almost gave it away. But (laughs) one of the very cool figures that you're going to see in the first wave, you know, has different sort of assembly, if you will. It's hard to talk about it without really talking about it. Um, But yeah, so I I think you're going to see both. I mean, Mike, what what do you think about that?
2: Yeah, you're going to see very soon. And uh, the, the, the challenge that we've put upon ourselves with the Master Grade series is to treat each outfit specifically and design around that outfits the things that make it beautiful or the things that make it special. And so, you won't see a carbon cut articulation pattern across all figures. They do, in scale and in faith, you know, marry into the rest of the four-inch line, but each one is treated like a, a piece of art, you know. And it's an opportunity that's grown throughout the company with the inclusion of, you know, the, the, the big brains of JP, you know, Jeremy's uh, willingness to get behind out of the box experiences and collaborating across other brands with like Gregory Mitchell and Magic Almos, and really putting the best and brightest minds that we have at our disposal behind like each individual character. And putting something like MasterGrade on them, I think really typifies the, the philosophy that we're putting into developing these guys.
1: So what are the um some of the challenges that you guys face without the ability to have key touch points like a New York toy fair? And um what are you doing to compensate for that?
2: That rips my heart out, man. It really does. I mean, it's it's for for guys like us. I mean, Enrique's been in the business, you know, as long as I have not this will be my 22nd year, I think. It's it's like being detached from my family, you know, even all the way down to some of the people that just work at Javits. You know, I've been seeing them time and time again, year after year. I haven't traveled to Hong Kong now in, in going on three years. Um, it's my favorite city on earth. You know, I'm gutted uh, by not being able to be there and interact with people. And that's not even, you know, speaking to our friendships and the friendships like our friendships. So... Uh, it's it's taken a lot to to figure out alternatives and you know jumping on this podcast with you guys is a band-aid and an alternative because uh, and we're thankful to you guys for stepping up and putting this together breaking your schedule to make time for us because we have a very tough job ahead of us if this is going to continue you know
0: we we posted you know when we Heartbreakingly posted the news that New York Toy Fair was was uh, you know was was being canceled again. You know, some of the comments were like, "Oh well, you know, the the virtual stuff is great because you know it shows people who normally don't get into Toy Fair. You know, it shows them you know more transparency. It feels like they have more access than they would have. You know, had you know New York Toy Fair you know occurred as it would. And it's it's tough because you know having Been, you know, you know, Dave and I obviously are first and foremost toy collectors, and you know, we we enjoy toys. But having now done this for two years, and having been to a toy fair, and then having now two years where we haven't been to one, I know it sounds silly, but like they're toys, they're meant to be held, like they're Mm -hmm. meant to be looked upon. They're like it's there is something about being in that building, and like. Going into the Jazzwares booth and going behind a secret door into the Fortnite room and, you know, being face to face with the people that are making the products and and like seeing them. And like, you know, I, when you showed us that battle bus for the first time, like, you know, now it's been on the shelves for like months. So like people are like, OK, like it's the battle bus. But like when we saw that four inch battle bus for the first time, we're both sitting there or um, actually Frank was with me. Uh, Dave was not there that day but like we're sitting there with our hands over our mouths like oh my god I can't believe that they pulled this thing off
1: yeah there's that there's that level of awe to it where it's like yeah you can get you know you can think that a picture of a render is really cool and it is um, because you're seeing the evolution of what's happening Um, but there's there's just something about just seeing the physical presence of you know, that, that figure or that toy there where it's just like, wow, this is, you know, that's, that's the first time you see it. Like you can't,
0: there's nothing that replaces it. Yeah.
1: There's nothing that replaces it. There's it's, it's, it's such an amazing feeling.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you guys. There's so many, there's so many cool things I, and you know you you mentioned sort of like you know their toys are meant to be held they're meant to be you know gazed upon and played with and stuff and i <laughs> it sounds a little silly I still play with my, i by the way i have I have a lot of my figures from when I was a kid, like I have my hundred muscles in a bag and a box somewhere, and <laughs> you know I bust them out and I still play with them it's so cool and even for me um and i'm I'm sure this echoes with with you guys as well as Mike, but You know, I'm like a kid in a candy store at Toy Fair. You know, I remember a a few years back, um, actually, man, time flies. Maybe it was more than a few years back. But at licensing show, which is a very similar show to Toy Fairs and whatnot, I saw Stan Lee and just walking on the floor. And I lost my mind. I was like, oh, my God, it's Stan Lee. <laughs> and I ran up to him and like I shook his hand and I said, Hey, can I take a picture? I'm a big fan, you know? And it's just like, you know, you have there's there's no way to replace anything like that, you know. And I know only a limited amount of people can actually, you know, enjoy those kinds of shows. But um let me tie it back into to product a little bit, you know. I'm gonna give you guys a little inside scoop here. Um we're talking about New York Toy Fair, and one of the things that we like to do, you know, as manufacturers is sort of like, put out kind of like a thank you, you know, to the community. Uh, And we do it in various different ways. You know, sometimes we'll do like a fans choice, you know, or like vote on this or something like that. You know, for, for this particular show, we developed an exclusive micro figure to sort of, one, commemorate the show. And then two, sort of like, create buzz and news around our micro segment. So I can tell you guys to um and all you fans out there and listeners and whatnot, keep your eyes and ears out because very soon, in the next probably sometime this month for sure, because we're <laughs> February 1st, um, but sometime this month for sure, you know, keep your eye on social media. Um, we're going to be dropping uh that exclusive that was supposed to be given away. At New York Toy Fair, it, we are figuring out a way to get it into your hands. So, you know, keep your eyes and ears out.
0: Awesome. Definitely looking Very forward cool. to that. Um, well, with that, I think we're going to head into some Q&A. This segment is brought to you by our friends at Chubsy-Wubsy Toys. A traditional mom-and-pop toy store in Little Falls, New Jersey, Chubsy-Wubsy Toys brings you the best new toys from the brands you love without the hassle of pounding the pavement, searching for them at larger retail stores. Visit them in person at 106 Main Street in Little Falls, New Jersey, or online at ChubsyWubsy.com. That's C-H-U-B-Z-Z-Y-W-U-B-Z-Z-Y.com. And tell them adventures in collecting sent you. So, you know, once once we uh, once we had officially locked in this time with you guys, we uh, yeah, we posted a, a, a post out on our social media asking if any of the uh, the Fortnite fans out there had any questions for you guys. And the response, no joke, this is the best response we have ever had to a Q and A in in the history of doing the Q and A segment on this show. So. Um, thank you to everybody that asked questions. I wish we could get to them all, but um, we picked a bunch um, to ask. Uh, these are all really good questions and we're really excited to, uh, to get them answered for you guys. Uh, Dave, would you like to take, actually, you know what? I'm cause I see what the second one is. I'm going to take the first one.
1: <laughs> all right. Fair.
0: All right. So um at bat two four seven two which by the way uh bat two four seven two this kid is like he's a 16 year old kid in canada and he does some of the coolest fortnite renders uh i i have ever seen um he sent us one that he was working on and i thought at first he was sending us a leak of something and i was like sorry man we don't post leaks um but it was something that he had an original thing that he had created uh definitely check him out he's he's super cool but uh with that, he asks, uh, "Are you considering making more uh, plush lines? Something like the Klombo would be an amazing plush." Uh, well,
2: E, you want to take that one first off? <laughs> let, me, let me just I say, it, uh, I was
3: excited for you to take it. Um,
2: shout out know. to the baddie Boy. You know, he actually helped me set up my Discord server, so. Uh, I know exactly who you're talking about. He's a great kid and he's extremely creative and gifted. Um so, yeah. yeah. Over to you, E.
3: <laughs> I think you know what's so funny is um you guys were talking about how cute um you know in a in a cool way, right? Yeah. Um the is and I I think we I think the world sort of at the exact same time had the exact same thought was like this is perfect for plush, you know. And so, you know, we we thought of it like right away. Um whether we'll be able to do it is a little bit tricky. Um it is something that we're working with uh with Epic on. Um they they have concerns, you know, about doing too many plush items cuz they don't want to be perceived as, you know, too young. Um but but we think this is a home run.
2: Yeah, and and agreed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you know just between gentlemen and, and your audience here is that Clombo is something that could work in plastic as well. You know, there's a lot of strong uh, playable features that could go into something like that. Uh, the, the the trick and the tricky part with something like Clombo is we don't know how long it's going to last, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes these things come in and out of the game at, at lightning speed and for us to commit to something this early in its life cycle with Fortnite is just a challenge.
0: It's, it's crazy. You never yeah. know what's going to stick. You re- with the game, mm-hmm. you really never know what's going to stick.
1: And I mean, like, what's cool is, like, Clombo, even when he's, like, chasing you down when he's angry, is still adorable. So it's like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, very, as as they say, right? It is It is a very toyetic character.
1: Very toyetic character. Yeah. Um. So. Friend of the pod at Yuma Buma asks, asks, um, are there any plans for blind experiences with the two and a half inch micro line?
2: Uh, you know, yes and no. Again, um, Epic has a very uh, particular stance against the uh, things being truly blind. So you saw it early on in the line with the llamas and with the accessory packs where there is a blind experience, but everything has to be sort of labeled and mm-hmm. categorized so what everybody wants is the purchase decision to be easy and fulfilling for you know everybody who's uh, investing into the line so it, it's tricky because they they're not generally and and gaming in general are, are moving away from things like loot chests and loot boxes and stuff mm-hmm. because of the gambling type of mm-hmm. overlap that they're not a hundred percent comfortable with at all times. So it's a tricky one. All right. Do you have anything to add to that Enrique?
3: Um, No, I, the, I think you nailed it, Mike. I think the, um, to sort of maybe pivot the, the question just a, a tad, I do think that, you know, we want to do more, I guess you could call it an unboxing, you know, and and maybe it's not truly a blind pack, you know, as as Mike says, because of the way the relationship is. Um, but I do think that there's opportunity to create, you know, an experience where you can, you know, go to retail and buy a little box of something and and still have an experience. We, We are definitely looking at that.
0: Well, I mean, like, like you guys did the, the llama where, you know, instead mm-hmm. what was on it, but like you had this, you know, kind of compartment th- thing where, you know, it's actually busting open the, the pinata and then everything is individually bagged and like you don't know which bag you're going to get first. Like, like there definitely is an unboxing, uh, excuse me, unboxing experience uh, with those that, you know, I think is kind of like blind box adjacent. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well put. Well put. Shout out, uh, Yuma Booma. Yay, yeah, Yuma Boomer. What a guy. Uh, <laughs> our next question uh, comes from at Malgus Prime. Uh, are there any lessons that you guys learned from the 6-inch Legendary and Brawler series that apply to how you move forward with the 4-inch and 2.5-inch and lines?
2: Yeah, 100%. I mean...
0: That was such a,
2: a mold-breaking experience for Jazzwares to produce, you know, this this caliber of figures that the Legendary series and eventually the Brawlers became. Um, and it, it there's there's no way to move forward, I think, with any decision on any other line that won't be seen through the lens of all of the ups and downs of what the six-inch Legendary series and the Brawlers were.
1: Another friend of the pod, Khalil at Casters Corner, asks. FNT-0645 Fusion was the last figure <laughs> in the old line for the 4-inch figures, um, but he never seemed to hit anywhere for retail and now asks a uh, pretty high amount on the aftermarket. Is there any plans to get him back out for a wider release?
0: Well, that, that's really
2: great feedback to hear. It's tough for us to track how how far things penetrate, I think, from our POS data and, and all the, the the different types of uh, sales reads that were granted, you know, as manufacturers. So to hear that and, and to hear community members like uh, Castor's Corner really lobby for things like that is a big help to us. You know, within the 4-inch line in particular, and some things that Enrique highlighted earlier with the micro line is w- we... We partner with our retailers in in really meaningful ways, so we offer a lot of exclusives that sometimes end up in the UK only or end up somewhere like Australia. So we do have the opportunity to kind of repackage that item or offer it in a squad like later on in the sales seasons or in the sales year. So it's great to hear those feedback moments uh, from somebody like Castor, he's such a a a huge supporter of the line. You know, he's one of the first always like breaking news and giving a lot of positive feedback on things. So we can't help but listen.
0: Yeah. Huge shouts to Khalil. He's, uh, you know, one of our, one of our best friends out there. Um, and, and, and yeah. And, and, and to that point, Mike, I mean, we're always telling people, um, you know, don't be afraid to comment. Don't be afraid to like leave feedback to let, you know, to to like kind of like let it out if you're if you're having a hard time finding something or if it's not getting to you or uh you know because it, it's it's the way that the the toy community works on internet on the internet now like people are watching like people are reading uh i i i've said it once before on the show I actually have said it more than once I'll say it again like I I promise you, the the people who are behind these toys are are engaged. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. you know, like let let us know, and you know, we'll we'll make sure that it gets in front of the right eyes. And and to come at us with an item number like that, I mean, (laughs) I just
2: you start saying FNT, and I I go to check my email. You know, like oh my god,
0: (laughs) like that's that's the language of the people who really care. You know, and it means a lot. Uh, Next question Um, at it's Lewis Nelson asks, what are the chances that a skin that has so far only been featured in the now retired legendary or brawler series shows up in four inch or micro would love a four inch regular meows.
3: This is exactly the kind of feedback we want. You know, um, we we talked throughout the show a little bit about how, expansive the the Fortnite universe is and there's so many skins now um and we do have you know like as a fan right like you ask me and, and there was actually a, que- a question a little while ago about you know do we ever get heads up from from epic about what's coming and i can tell you obviously they know what's working you know from from a popularity perspective online you know and and we don't necessarily get a lot of insight in that way, but I'll tell you this, we, you know, we were coming out with a series for, for the winter and, you know, they said, Hey, maybe, maybe you should swap that. And at the time, you know, we didn't know what that was going to look like. So it was literally just a line on an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> and it was like, what the heck is a polar Peely? You know? So, so yeah, there's, there's so many, you know, and then obviously it came out and we saw it and, you know, it's, it's awesome. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that's the kind of thing that, that
0: there's always money in the banana stand.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's always, is there room for meows? Absolutely. You know, is there room for more peelies and more, um, trigger fish and fishies and, you know, skull troopers, of course, you know, um, we're, as long as you guys want it, we're going to keep making it.
1: So follow up, I literally just thought of, um, Do you see any for especially for the skins for characters where it's like it's a different color scheme or anything along those lines? Do you see an opportunity for like a chase style figure? Oh,
2: I like that,
0: Dave.
3: That is a great question. And let me see if I can answer that question. (laughs) I'm looking at
0: we're Uh, we're like we're old school style collectors like we love a good chase variant like a Mm -hmm. like love love a good chase variant
3: well you know what i'm let me let me say this and and i don't know if this will actually answer the question but let me just say that you know i think I, i like you know obviously talking to big fans you know and and people who know the industry and i think we're all sort of collectors at heart you know um, I'll tell you this. I also worked on squish for a while. I went with my kids recently to just this weekend to five below. We bought a bumblebee. Um, and in the car, my little, my daughter noticed that the wing was upside down. And my gut reaction was, Holy smokes. That's going to be worth a ton of money. <laughs> you know? And it was so cute, right? Cause it's like, this little butterfly wing, but it's upside down. And like, you know, this stuff happens. So, is there an opportunity to do, you know, variants? Definitely. And, and chasers? Absolutely. That, that's something that's like near and dear to my heart, you know, and, and I know it's a double-edged sword because by definition, you know, anything that's limited edition, not everybody's going to get their hands on, you know. And so we, we want to ride that line very carefully where we do really cool, collectible, valuable um, items. But then, you know, sort of balance that with keeping everybody happy with what they want.
1: At Critical Forty Two asks, "Have there been any skins/slash characters you'd love to make, but haven't been able to? Um, haven't yet been able to, and why?"
2: Yeah, you, you know, there's there's always everybody has their favorites, and everybody has you know something that like really excites us about because there's so much variety, and I think we're we're Uh, approaching 1200 outfits or something introduced since the game started um so i I definitely had some grails but you see them in that first wave of micro you know we have uh uh, the recruit um you know uh, love ranger wukong wukong has been something that i've wanted to get made in every scale he's just you know, like I said, Hong Kong is one of my, is my favorite city on the planet. I've spent a lot of my formative years in China and the monkey king is just something that really resonates with me, you know? So good. So <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of opportunities like that. There's some stuff that's like, um, you know, for, for whatever reason is just completely bonkers, you know? And, and if I, I, I don't know how I would even suggest it in a, in a meeting and have anybody even entertain the thought but yeah there's there's definitely there's a few that got away but you know you'll probably see them in in upcoming waves too well
0: that's one of those things i was when i when i saw this this question pop up i was thinking like like just kind of trying to think of like the most outlandish ones i could think of and think like just from an engineering point (laughs) How, how challenging they would be be to make only because of just like the structure of the actual figure, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, like a fish stick was, was a challenge. His legs are so skinny and his feet are almost
0: non-existent, you know, but the brat, Yeah. I still don't under, I still don't understand how you guys got that figure to where it can stand. I, you know, I
2: definitely have to shout out the creative team. Like the designers on this line are always with their a game, you know? And, and sometimes it's, like, a well-oiled, you know, playbook that they go by, And sometimes it's, like, a lot of late nights. And these, you know, um, the, some of the people on, you know, the engineering side and, and in, the, in the China side, um, they, they all just constantly bring their A game on this line. Lines. All
0: right. And our, our last uh, question for Q&A here. Uh, friend of the pod, and and let's be honest, fr- friend friend of the toy community, uh, writ large, at Praturnia asks: the twelve inch line continues to see releases overseas. Is that line continuing, or are we just seeing the runoff at this point?
3: Yeah, um, that's that's a, a bittersweet one, you know, for us. Twelve um, inch figures are you know not only cool but and affordable but they're extremely popular worldwide you know they're not as big in the u.s as maybe they are in other markets um it's in a bit of a no man's land right now um we are definitely you know uh done manufacturing the 12 inch line um maybe you know it's something that for sure i would like to see continued um it's it's beyond our uh our rights so it's something that epic would have to figure out um but yeah hopefully you know it continues you know we're not we're not selfish and you know want to keep everything at you know four inch or micro or anything like that um there's other scales that we know are super popular and people want to continue with so hopefully it's something that they can um you know push forward
0: there you go I I'm I'm sad to bring that answer, but I'm I'm glad we have an answer for it. So yeah, b- definitely bittersweet. Yeah, for sure. All right, so you guys have uh, you guys have survived the Q and A. That's that's it. You made it. You made it through. All right. Congratulations. Not Congratulations.
2: Bad. Some tap dancing, but you know, <laughs> we would love to. I mean, I would love to just take my hat off and let it all fly. But, uh, you know.
0: Listen, we, un- we understand we have the, the- a
1: victory crown for everyone for surviving the Q oh, right? yeah,
0: yes, and A. Yes. There you go.
2: I just want to shout out everybody, friends of the pod, people that I haven't met yet that submitted questions. Um, thank you. You know, it's, it's, it's what really makes the machine move forward. And to know that there's so many people out there passionate and thinking about the decisions that we make behind the scenes every day in, in really meaningful ways. Um, means everything you know
0: well you know thank you guys for for you know making yourselves available to uh to come on the show and talk about some of these things you know as we had kind of talked about you know uh off air when these micro figures dropped there were a lot of questions people people had a lot of questions and you know i know that some of the questions that we've seen both uh both in the q a and you know Honestly the the questions that were kind of made up of the bulk were from uh or, or made up the bulk uh were from questions that we had either seen or received uh, after we started posting pictures so um you know thank you guys for for helping you know get the information out there but before we let you go um tell us where can we uh where can we keep our eyes peeled to get the the latest information about uh about Fortnite where can we where can we follow you guys uh you know let, let us know where we can find the information on the interwebs.
3: Yeah. Let me, let me um, make a couple of um, – <clears throat> I, I just want to make sure um, fans out there <clears throat> kind of know what's what's happening. So I, I mentioned this New York Toy Fair exclusive. Keep your eyes and ears open for that. Um, make sure to visit GameStop. Um, we've, we've got something very cool dropping there um and it's going to be a very rare figure so you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna have to go there often and and maybe have to elbow a little bit here and there but something very very cool coming very soon i think by the end of this month um obviously micros dropping it's going to be at walmart starting probably so you know we talked a little bit about the flush factories being out there but figures i think they pushed back their their planogram set so i think in the next couple of weeks that'll be out um and um we've got more stuff coming um from solo um uh, what we call solo but basically our, our four inch single packs um cool kind of variants um you know maybe we can come back once you guys know what those are so we can talk about kind of what the strategy was there too but lots of cool stuff coming. Um, keep your eyes open. On Obviously, we have our own um, Jazzwares social media, um, but we also partner with Epic. So just kind of, obviously, you know, a podcast like yours and um, just, you know, keep your eyes and ears open and there's more cool stuff coming.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely want to second that. Um, you know, we produce so many uh, figures different scales and and we're constantly working with epic to get these things you know blessed and concepts like figured out and everything so sometimes like in the in the instance of the micro our marketing falls a little behind because of whatever it might be rush approvals on the new sculpts and the decos and everything so follow jazz wares that stuff is going to start hitting the airwaves like briefly after this podcast airs and it's just one of those things where, like, like you guys said earlier, a few pieces hit the market, but there's a lot more following that. It's going to be a very long train. It's going to have a long tail. So our our marketing and announcements and everything will be lockstep with what you're seeing on shelves soon. It's just in this instance, we were caught a little bit off guard by how quickly the product actually made it to the to the shelves. So. Kudos to Target. Shout out to them for doing an amazing job of getting stuff, you know, into the ports and out of the back rooms and into the hands of everybody who was waiting for something new. But, you know, and, and thanks to you guys for helping us get in front of the people with the questions and put a little bit of those concerns to bed, like, as quickly as we could.
0: Well, as always, it's, it's a pleasure having you guys on. And, uh, and Yes,
1: thank you so much for coming yeah. on
0: and Thanks uh and and you know we uh, like like we uh, we've said in the past mike and and now enrique we you know we'd absolutely love to have you back on you know if there's if there's uh once there's more new stuff to talk about uh let, let's let's do it let's let's come back and, and do some more uh more Fortnite chat
3: cool 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 yeah Thank absolutely
0: Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes.
1: Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode.
0: Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a
2: physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours.
3: This has been a non-productive media presentation.